Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. I am so excited to bring you this episode today. I am interviewing Ashley Sorensen. She's an amazing coach who coaches on menstrual cycles and hormones, and I absolutely love this conversation with her. Um, It is so applicable to business. You guys know I talk a lot about energy. I had some breakthroughs myself on this about how the woman's body is designed to include seasons of masculine energy and seasons of feminine energy, and we talk about all of it, and I am so excited to bring this episode to you. If you are a woman... You're going to love this. If you're a man, listen to it so you understand menstrual cycles better. (laughs) Um, I don't even know how many male uh, listeners I have, but I know I have a lot of women listeners. And I think that this is just going to really shine a light on something that I I just don't think is talked about enough. And so I am so excited to bring you my interview with Ashley. All right. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast, everyone. Today, I'm super excited to have Ashley on the podcast. She's a menstrual and hormone coach, and she's just going to give us a quick intro. And then this conversation, I think, is going to be so applicable to everything that we've talked about with feminine and masculine energy. Me and Ashley just had a quick conversation before we started recording, and I know this is going to be super helpful. So Ashley, tell us about yourself. Tell us about what you do in your business. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. Amber, you know I'm such a fan. I'm such a fan of you. So this is exciting. Um, Yes, my name is Ashley Sorensen. I am a menstrual and hormone coach. And so basically I help women be more productive, feel less guilty, deepen their relationships, grow their confidence, have a healthy relationship with their body, all by understanding their hormones and how their menstrual cycle works. I love it. Okay. So do you work with clients like more like scientifically on their mindset? Um, actually like cycle tracking. I think I know some answers, but let's, let's chat about it. Okay. Yeah. So when I'm working with clients, they are usually coming to me because they've seen me on Instagram, talk about cycles and how, um, how really your hormones affect everything. Your hormones affect everything, everything that's happening in your body, including your energy level, including your mood, including your sex drive. So they've seen me talk about that and they want to get help with that. Um, they want to have more confidence. They, they want to, um, have that spark that to be intimate again or whatever. And so working together. Yeah. Like we talk about both. We talk about the science. I help them understand what's happening in their body and what the hormone fluctuations are that's causing them to have this kind of response. Um, And then of course the mindset piece is huge. We've got to talk about that. And so, uh, so it's both it's equal parts. Both of them are necessary. And we're, I mean, we're not going super deep and like, let me give you all the science and all the studies unless the client wants that, you know? Yeah. I love coaching because it's like the application of it. It's like, right. we can talk about everything, but like, what does that actually mean for your uh-huh. life? Exactly. How to actually improve it or whatever. Exactly. So 
I feel like if my audience is like me, I'm very new to this world too. So like I asked you like to come kind of, kind of prepare like the basics, like the foundational information. So like, what are the top three or five things? Like, how do we get started in, in this world? Yeah. Uh, such a great question. And I have to be honest with you that I really had to, it was like, you were asking me to pick out like my favorite children or something. Like what is like, <laughs> the most, like the, like the, the best stuff that I could share, but I kind of like had to mentally go back in my mind to when I first discovered this work and the stuff that really blew my mind, I have a medical background. And so I feel like I was already pretty educated, but not as much as I could have been. And um, so I, what I think that every woman should know or a great foundation or a great place to start is understanding that there are four phases to your cycle, in your cycle. So there's the menstrual phase, which is the week of your bleed or the week of your period. Then there's the follicular phase um, so this is before you ovulate, then there's the ovulatory phase, uh, the week of ovulation, and then the luteal phase, which is after ovulation and before you start your next period. This is usually when symptoms of PMS start to pop up. So that's the first thing that I think is important to know is that there are four phases and I like to compare them to seasons. Um, so the menstrual phase would be winter, follicular spring, and, uh, ovulatory would be, um, summer and then luteal is your autumn. And so the, I call those your inner seasons and with each phase or each season comes with it, different strengths and different superpowers, different things that you are going to excel at. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to be terrible, terrible at them during the rest of your cycle. That's not what it means at all. It just like, for example, the week of ovulation, your communication skills are on point. You are a little bit sassy, a little bit flirty. I mean, you think about it, your body is designed like to try and get you pregnant. It doesn't care whether you are wanting to or not it's that's the whole goal so it makes sense that that's a, when you're going to be like your most dynamic right that's going to be like that's it makes sense that that's the time that you want to get out and socialize and go to a party or go on a date night it all just makes such beautiful perfect sense and so i think that that's important to know is that with each phase comes strengths and superpowers um, another thing that I think is important for women to understand is that we actually have a second internal clock. Um, so we all know about the circadian rhythm, which is like our wake and our sleep patterns. And, but we also, as women are blessed to have an infradian rhythm, which is our 28 day cycle. And when you use your 28 day cycle, or maybe your cycle isn't 28 days, you know, maybe it's 35 or whatever. When you plan your life using your infradian rhythm, oh, amazing because our world is structured around circadian rhythm, 24 hour. That is amazing for men. 
because men, their hormones don't fluctuate. They're pretty steady. And so the way that the world is run and is functioning is based off of a man's hormones, really. I mean, maybe you've heard of like, you know, this is the patriarchy, you know, like this is, you know, we're like getting, uh, we're living in a man's world and, but really we kind of are, you know, um, because our, our hormones have been deemed as just too difficult or too, um, complicated to, to plan around. And it's really not. And, but most women don't even know that this is available to them or that this is a thing. And so that's my job. Yeah. I love it. Um, spread, spread the word. <laughs> Cause exactly. you're right. Yeah. Like I, like when you said we li- we're living in a man's world, it's so true. Like people who teach like morning routines and I have a morning routine and maybe we can talk about this, but like mine does fluctuate. Like it's not always mm-hmm. like every day I'm up at 4 30 AM and hitting, you know, hitting the gym or anything like that. It does change depending on how I'm feeling. And it probably has to do with my cycle. I'm mm-hmm. brand new to this. I would imagine yeah. I would learn more once I started tracking. So if, if I'm a woman listening to this podcast and they're like, okay, this sounds great. Like I'm the inner season sounds like something I'm resonating with. Like, how do I get started? Like, how do I get started tracking? And maybe we don't go into detail. Maybe you have resources that people can go to, you know, either yours or a book, but like, how do you actually start identifying what season you're in? Yeah. So every few months I, um, host a masterclass called cycle strategy 101. And we dive into how to track your cycle and also how to um, really tap into your strengths in these inner seasons. And, but it's really quite easy, Amber. And I think that a lot of women get overwhelmed when they think about tracking because they think they've got to track all of this stuff and it's got to be this big thing. And the truth is, is that it can be as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. It can be as simple or as detailed as you want it to be. So if you're new to tracking, I usually just recommend starting off just tracking your period. When did you start your period? When did it end? How many days were in between? Yeah. That's it. And, and then deciding, am I going to use an app or am I going to use a pen and paper? Just make a decision. There's no right or wrong to it. Just the key is doing what, figuring out whatever it is that you are consistent at because your cycle is so telling of your overall health. It's so telling. Like if you're having symptoms that are unpleasant, whether it's migraines, breast tenderness, absent periods, those are something to pay attention to and notice. And uh, a lot of physicians are going to ask you or practitioners are going to ask you for, you know, your symptoms, how long they've been happening and when in your cycle they've been happening. So if you can show up with that information already available, oh, you're like, you're already ahead of the game, you know, to already show up to the appointment with that kind of information. And, um, and also noticing patterns. That's one of the things that I think is the most important. I call tracking the best me search you can do. I love that. Like you're doing it for you. It's not for anybody else. It's for your own knowledge and your own good and your own awareness. And so to really, you know, just begin tracking, um, noticing how you feel 
uh, with your mood, how you feel energy wise, like all of that. Cause then you can start looking back over the months. Oh yeah. I noticed I really have a dip in my mood after I ovulate or a week before I start my period. Maybe I, because then once you have that information, then you can start planning your calendar accordingly. That's when the fun start. Yeah. I am very curious about that because um, we're both entrepreneurs and I'm kind of curious, like, do you cycle track for your business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me, tell me more about that. So I don't know why, but up until probably six months ago, I wasn't using it in my business at all. I was using it to plan everything else in my life. But for me, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs, it was you got to push through the discomfort. You got to hustle. Mm-hmm. You got to grind. And I know Amber, like I said, I'm a fan. I've listened to all your episodes of the podcast and whatever. I, I know that you are very much a believer of the feminine and the masculine energy and making space for, um, to receive answers and to rest. And, um, but that wasn't really something that I knew about. Yeah. And wasn't using it in my business at all because I felt like, Hey, if I'm going to be successful, I've got to sacrifice some stuff and I really got to put in the hustle. And, um, it wasn't fun. I was not happy in my business at all. And I was exhausted and I felt depleted and I was like, something has got to change. And (laughs) it was like a light bulb just went off and like, well, duh, you're use your cycle, use your hormones as your guide. And I love thinking of your, a lot of us feel or look at our hormones as a problem and your hormones are never the problem, right? Like your hormones are the circumstance Yeah. (laughs) or your menstrual cycle is the circumstance. The way that you think about it might be the problem. And so when you can think of it as really like your compass. Yeah. um, I love that. You know, like Oh, like that is so awesome. So yeah, I just plan out, you know, when I'm going to record podcasts, um, you know, I do that during my ovulatory, um, phase when I know that my communication is going to be on point. That's when I like to do all of my, um, you know, meeting new people, networking, that kind of stuff. That's, I only have one week of the month where I have consultations. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So maybe it would be helpful. Like let's go through each of the inner seasons and talk about, you know, how you would use it business or life. Like I I, I know that I actually do have listeners that aren't entrepreneurs, which I think is funny since it's a very entrepreneurial podcast, but I know I have listeners that aren't entrepreneurs. So let's talk about life and business. Like let's just talk with the menstrual, like what would you plan? What would you do? Um, How would you consider and build awareness around that phase? Okay. So I want you to think of the men's, like think of winter time, you know, winter represents the menstrual phase. And so if I were to look out the window, I wouldn't see a lot of action happening on the surface of the ground. Yeah. Things look, you know, at least where I live in Salt Lake city, there's yeah. not a lot happening. In not the a lot happening. It's pretty, yeah. yeah. It's pretty desolate. But if I were to put on a pair of x-ray glasses and look under the surface of the ground, we'd probably feel a lot actually is happening. And um, that time, that season is really very necessary in order for plants and flowers to burst forth in the spring, right? Yeah. Um, Roots are conserving energy and 
that's, it's no different for us. This is what I would, you know, if your listeners are familiar with your work talking about the feminine and the masculine energy, this would be a feminine energy time for you. This is when you're really going to take the time to slow way, way down. The first three days of your cycle are crucial for slow down and rest. This is really laying the foundation for how you're going to feel the rest of the month. And so this is hard. This is hard for a lot of people to do because we've been taught that your period should not slow you down. You know, like you just take some ibuprofen and you carry on. As a little girl, like, and I think this is just generational, but like my mom was like, it's not an excuse not to go to school. It's not a reason to not show for sports. Like, because that's how she was taught and her, my grandma. And it just like a generation, like it's something we don't talk about. It's not something that we make excuses for. We kind of like scoot it to the side. Yeah. You're talking about is like, no, like facing it head on and planning your whole life around rest when you're, yes. when you're on your period. Yeah. Yeah. Because you think about what's happening in your body. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing that like your body is doing this huge thing and it's taking a lot of energy. And so what would happen if you actually slowed down and allowed yourself? I mean, a lot of us feel that, that call to kind of retreat or pull inward during this time, but it's like, no, got to go to work, you know? And, and yeah, I'm not saying, you know, you need to take off the first three days of your period every month. (laughs) Yeah. So what would that actually look like? Yeah. It's up to you. I tell my client, let's look at where what slowing down means to you right now. Yeah. Like, where can you, you know, slow down? Um, what can you say no to what, what? And it's like, nothing. I can't say no to anything. Mm, let's look at that. Let's look at that. Cause there is things that you can say no to. And so it's really about slowing down, uh, what that looks like for you and where you're where you are currently. Like if you have no practice of rest currently, you know, then we're just going to look back on, look, look at like slowing down just like 20%, you know? Yeah. You have no idea how to do it. Let's just start somewhere. Right. Yeah. So during that menstrual phase is really where you're listening, you're receiving, your intuition is high. Both hemispheres of your brain are working um, together in sync during this time. So you're going to be receiving divine downloads if you're listening, if you're listening. Yeah. And it's hard to listen if you're constantly running around. Right. Well, and what you're sharing too, is like, you're going against your nature to try to push through it. Like, and you could use that as a time to like, almost like enhance your intuitive skills and receive yes. like, the downloads and the inspiration that you want if you actually like honor it instead of fight against it. Exactly. It. Yeah. I love this. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So then what about the follicular phase? Like what, what would, mm-hmm. what is that? What is that inner spring? So, yeah, this is your spring. And so this is when you're going to start to feel that creative energy or a desire to get out, you know, like you've, hopefully been retreating. I mean, this is really the, your inner winter is when you feel that desire to kind of be alone. Mm-hmm. And if you've honored that, then come your inner spring, you're ready to get out. Yeah. So this is when you start kind of tapping into your masculine energy. 
Okay. So like you feel the desire, like you want to start planning. So during your inner spring is when I recommend that you start planning your cycle. Okay. Okay. So I literally print out a calendar and I use different colors for different phases of my cycle. And then I look at all the things on my to-do list and I plug them into my calendar, depending on what kind of energy I'm going to need to be in. And, um, you know, what kind of mood I know, like what I'm going to be like after I ovulate. And so I just don't plan a lot of, you know, really intense stuff during that time or a lot of socializing. So your inner spring is your time to plan, to explore ideas, because remember in your inner winter, you received hopefully some inspiration and, um, you've written those down. Yeah. I was going to say, so you don't do anything with it yet when you're so interesting. That's good to know. So how do you know your inner winter is over and when spring begins, when you stop bleeding? Yes. Okay. Such a great question. So like once you stop bleeding, that's a good indicator that you're now in your spring, but there's also these transition days where you may feel like a lot of outward energy, but you're still, you've still got one foot in winter. Your hormones haven't completely transitioned over. And so you can come out of the gates a little bit too fast. And a lot of times when women do that, they will start to feel almost PMS symptoms on the front end of their cycle. So like the moodiness, um, you know, really ornery, agitated, that's a good sign that you maybe have done too much too fast. So important to pay attention to those. I mean, we're just creating a ton of awareness here, right? Oh yeah. I'm all about awareness. when you have new awareness, you can make new choices. So yeah, I love this. It kind of reminds me of winter in in, uh, Utah. Like it's like that fake spring that happens in May and you're like, okay, we're ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's such a great example. Yeah. So, well, so you're in full spring, you're planning, what else would you use that time for? So that's really what I'm doing. Just think of yourself as like planting these little seeds of creativity. Like maybe you have an idea for what you want to do in your business, a a course you want to launch. Maybe you have an idea for something you want to do for your, in, um, for your children or in your church calling or whatever it is, you know, just start like planning these little ideas. And, um, and then in your ovulatory phase, your inner summer, think about when you're in your inner summer, everything is easy, right? Like everything just feels, or when you're actually in real summer, it just feels good. It feels easy, breezy. You wonder why you ever worried about a thing, like everything (laughs) just feels so good. Right. And so that's the time where you can really start executing your plans and, um, even in your late spring, you can start doing that as your hormones start mm-hmm. to shift, because once you ovulate, you're then going, your hormones are going to start dropping off again. And so energy will start waning mood will change a little bit. Um, in your early summer, you are really good at detailed mm-hmm. things, you know, things that require a lot of detailed and, you know, good. And that's when I like to edit things, edit podcasts, edit any kind of copy I've written. Um, so, but the further you get into your autumn, the inner critic is going to show up and then start pointing out all the things that, you know, you're failing at. <laughs> so it's really a, a sensitive time and you want to do 
you know, as much of the detail oriented stuff in early autumn, so yeah. that come your late autumn, you really can start to retreat, pull inward, set yeah. boundaries with people. Yeah. So, so you don't feel like crap when you're like criticizing yes. the work that you just finished in your summer. <laughs> that totally exactly. makes sense. You know, it's funny. Cause like when you're talking about this, it's like, we already kind of do this. Like, I feel like when I have an idea for my business or for my life, like it is like under the surface and I'm just kind of like mm-hmm. sitting on it. And then it's like, okay, like I'm going to start taking steps and planning it. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to actually create it and execute and nitpick. And then like, when I get it out, like my brain often will be like, that wasn't good. Like all this <laughs> stuff that you talk, you know, yeah. and then we go through this, the cycle, but like what you're talking about is bringing a lot of awareness to what cycle you're in. It might be more related to hormones than I previously thought, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what should you not do in the, it's called luteal, luteal. Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Mm-hmm. Your inner autumn. <laughs> inner autumn. Yeah. Like how, what would you not do during that time? Well, kind of like I was just saying, like during everybody's a little bit different. I don't want you to think that there is a picture perfect cycle yeah. and that you should be feeling this way during this time, <clears throat> because that might not be true for you you know? And so I don't want, whatever your experience with your cycle is, is okay. A lot of it might be a, um, very telling of a hormone imbalance, which is something that I look at with my clients, but you really, I mean, this goes back to tracking. This is why it's so important so that you can understand and plan for how you're going to feel. If you know that you feel crappy the week before you start your period, stop planning stuff yeah. with other people. Stop saying yeah. yeah. Cause when you're in, in your inner summer and everything is easy and fun, you're going to want to say yes to everything. Oh yeah. You guys can come over and have a party and we can, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'll take the kids. Yeah. I'll bake a thousand cookies for the bake-off, whatever. And then you get into your inner autumn and you're like, what have I done? Yeah. And that's when like women start canceling and then they feel guilty. Right. Yeah. So when you're planning, when you're looking to plan stuff, look at where you're going to be in your cycle before you say yes, like really, because for me that week, week and a half before I hit my inner winter, it's a no-go. Like I'm saying no to as much as possible. I really pull back into my work. Um, I, I want to be alone really. And so you really have to decide what is a no-go for you in your autumn. Yeah. Probably lots of trial and error. It seems like, like, yeah, that awareness first. And then like, what do I want to do when I'm in my inner autumn? Like what would make sense? Um, and maybe you like try something and you're like, yep, not doing that again. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I'm in my inner autumn, a late inner autumn, I don't get on Instagram very much. Because again, that's when your inner critic tends to show up. And so it's like, oh, compare and despair. Oh, I'm failing at all this stuff. Like I really protect my energy. I really protect my energy because this, all of this that I'm teaching, this menstrual cycle awareness is really also about identifying your energy leaks and what things are really sucking your energy that you have no idea. Yeah, let's talk happening. more about that. Um, okay. I like the term energy leaks. So where do you see that happening the most for your clients? In the autumn. In the autumn. Like what is for it? Sure. What does that actually like identify as? So I would say 
autumn and winter, because these are your slowest phases, you know? And so, um, yeah, like in your inner autumn, that's really when you are, sorry, what was your question, Amber? Like energy leaks. Like when do you see the, like you said it's in the inner autumn, but like, what does that mean for the client? Like, what would that actually be like? Okay. So yeah. So I start having my client, I ask them to start identifying, and I really don't need to ask them. They're going to bring it to a session or come to bo- me on boxer with it and say, you know, uh, social media is a huge one yeah. is a huge one that is sucking energy and they don't realize it and is really causing a lot of inner turmoil or despair because the comparing thing. And so, um, that's a big one. Also who they decide to spend their time with mm-hmm. how they're exercising. Oh yeah. We and- didn't talk about that, but I bet that's a huge one. That's a huge one. I mean, the way that you are exercising, I love that you said that your morning schedule changes because it really should. Because again, if you have a morning schedule that is the same every day, that works for a guy. And so, if, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you are not consistent with anything, uh, whether it's your eating, your morning routine, your exercise routine, whatever it is, I don't want you to blame yourself because it has nothing to do with you. It's probably because nobody's ever told you that it should fluctuate. It should be different. Like you said, we live in a man's world, even eating, even exercising. Yep. And so, but you know, this is concerning for a lot of women. They're like, well, I never slow down when I'm on my period. Like I still go to the gym still run five miles every day or whatever. And okay. What would happen if you didn't do that? (laughs) And there's of course all this concern. I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to get out of shape. And it's very much the opposite, very much the opposite top athletes use cycle syncing or cycle strategy in their exercise routine. It's important to, yeah, to give your muscles that time to rest and repair. And like, it's, it's so important for not just our physical health, spiritual health, emotional health, mental health. Like I really do believe that our periods are the antidote to burnout. I can totally see that because what I can see too, is it gives you a lot of grace and compassion for yourself instead of like all the judgment that comes from like, well, I was just so tired, but I, and I missed my morning workout because I was so tired. Well, if you had known, like, I'm thinking of even just for me, like if I had known what cycle I was in, I could have been like, oh, I'm not going to wake up early tomorrow. Like I'm exhausted. I actually need to sleep and I can go for a walk or something that's more restorative or whatever. Like for our mental health, for like all sorts of reasons, I could see this being so beneficial. And like you said to, to me, not just like what works for Ashley or works for other people, right. but like, what is my cycle required of me to be aware of? Exactly. Yes. And, and you kind of hit the nail right on the head that during your menstrual phase, it's not like you crawl into bed and you hide from the world for a week. That's not what it's about. It's, just about slowing down where you can. It's about doing the restorative movement, going for a walk, doing some gentle yoga, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, consider rest to be an 
a form of exercise during that time. I mean, just allow yourself time to rest and to be present in your rest, you know? And so, yeah, I got the chill, like present in your rest, not just resting. And you're like, I wish I wasn't resting. It's like, no, like really being there. (laughs) Yes. Like I was, I was talking with a client this morning and I'm like, this work really is about being present you, it really does teach you how to be present in your life because when you're resting, you know, it's only for a season. It's only for a season. There's going to come another time where you're going to be feeling all the energy. Yeah. And that time is just next week, girl. Like you yeah. hold on. See, you know? I love this too. Cause it, it allows you to trust your body and trust yourself. Like when you learn to to anticipate what's coming, you can rest because you know, you're going to have a lot of energy in a few weeks and it's yes. totally fine totally fine. It's going to be so good. It's so good. Yeah. I love this conversation because I'm all about presence as you know. (laughs) And I think that there's like this other dimension, like one of the things that I work with on my clients is like, you can't be present without being in your body. Mm -hmm. It just is, is impossible. Like the more in your body you are, the more present you are in your life. And what you talk about with cycles, it's just like adds that another dimension of presence because you have to be not just like in your body, but like aware of what's going on. You have to be thinking about it, putting your awareness on what's going on with your menstrual cycle and like planning on it, making Mm -hmm. different decisions for it. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I will share this with you, Amber, maybe this is a concern for somebody that is listening that for my personal experience with my cycle, it has been very negative. You know, I've got endometriosis, which is really painful. And so a lot of resentment of my body, because I've always felt like I was at war with my body and, you know, like it was like my spirit and my body just playing this tug of war game. And I didn't want to be in my body because my body hurt, (laughs) you know? And so my thought was, well, why do I want to, why do I want to do this when I don't even like what I'm experiencing (laughs) in my body? I don't want to be present in my body. And, but having this kind of, that's where the the mindset part comes into it, you know? it's like endometriosis was the circumstance and my thought about it was what was causing me so much pain really. And I using this method has really helped me understand my body and the way that I was created by God, the universe, whatever you believe in, like, this is the way I was designed. And it makes so much sense to work with that instead of fight it all the time. I love that so much. Sorry. I thought I turned off my dings, but there it is. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I love this because like what you said at war with your body, this isn't, I mean, this is so many implications, but when, instead of like being in resistance to it, working with it, you probably also started honoring your own needs more instead of being in resistance where you're not meeting your own needs because you're so upset that it is what it is. <laughs> right. When we yeah. accept it and change our mindset around what's going on, like you said, like your menstrual or your menstrual cycle is a circumstance which we get to think mm-hmm. what we want about it. And when we do that, we start working with it. Um, I think that's, I, I mean, just that alone is a huge, huge shift for people. So that kind of brings up one of my other questions that I asked you to think about. And it's like, what are the obstacles? What are the problems you see 
um, when people start doing this work, like how, how do you help people? And they're like, okay, like this sounds great. What do they run into? Yeah. So I think that one of the big ones is honoring the call to slow down. Um, they notice that they have a desire to slow down. Like they notice that their body is tired or, um, you know, they know that they would love to just lay on the couch with a book or whatever, but, 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 but there's still that like ingrained belief that you've got to be doing something like, do not let your period stop you. You're being lazy. You know, the list goes on and on. Yes. Oh my gosh. yeah like I mean we struggle with that yes and I get it I get it and so that is probably one of the if not the biggest hurdle I see is helping women recognize that need helping them honor that need and then seeing and acknowledging the benefit yeah you know so many things will come to them during that week of their period and they feel better all month long when they take, you know, like they have more energy, you know, their mood is better because they've taken time to honor their needs and it makes all the difference. And so I think that, you know, that's probably the biggest thing that I, that I would say is just the the obstacle of feeling like we have to constantly be doing and producing yeah as yeah and like you said you know I, I believe in that this is just like another element of like how like how do we actually do that cycle check is one way to do it <laughs> um mm-hmm. I think that a lot of us <laughs> I know for me it's like I'm gonna rest in like quotations yeah. like so that I can be more productive or so that I can check it off. Like it's just another like to-do list, like rest. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, no, like yeah. honoring it and, and really being present to the rest. I feel like that's like the biggest takeaway for me from this conversation is like being present for the rest, not just mm-hmm. making it a check mark. Um, and so I, I just love this so much. This is so good. So what is like, I see this, I don't know if you would agree, but like, do you feel like cycles are a gift or do you think they're just kind of neutral? Oh, I absolutely think they're a gift. I absolutely, I, that's why I want women to know that they have this. Um, I'm 41 years old and I'm like, dang, I wish I would have known about this when I was 21, Yeah, you know? Um, but of course I also believe that it came into my life when it should have. And, but I, I absolutely believe that our cycles are our gift, are a gift, because I think that that's how we really step into our purpose, um, step into who we were that created to be, um, yeah. you know, and, but a lot of us, like our, our inner gifts, our inner, um, like the answers, we were not able to tap into these things because one, we don't know that they exist Yeah. Two, We don't know how to get to them. We don't even know that there's another way. So we don't know how to access them. And so, yeah, I absolutely believe that there is so much divinity in women and that God is, is really counting on women to um, he's counting on everybody to 
to fulfill a purpose, but how do we do that when we feel like crap every day? We don't. And then we judge ourselves for feeling yep. like crap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's, and I, I know like it's a big deal to have the courage to kind of step away from the way that the world is run. Yes. And really, you know, I guess that's another obstacle I would say, Amber, that people come across is just a new way of thinking. Yeah. A new well, way even, of looking. Yeah. Like when you say that, I'm, I'm like using myself as like a client right now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. and I think about really like looking at my calendar and being like, okay, like, I'm ovulating this week, like, and really seeing it and like, I'm going to plan to rest. It feels almost like fear. Like, but what if I miss out? What if I do something wrong? What if I get past up? Do you, do you feel like that comes up in your sessions too? Oh yeah. And that definitely came up for me too, but I always think I'm going to try this thing. (laughs) Like whenever there's something new that is, I feel like this resistance to, I'm like, I'm going to try this thing knowing I can always go back to my old ways. That's so true. (laughs) And the worst so, thing that happens is you go back to how you're doing it. Yes. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no hurt in trying it. Um, and so, but yeah, there is kind of maybe that fear of missing out or fear of like, I should be playing with my kids or I should be working on my business right now. And so that's something that we then, you know, as I'm working with my client, we then have to coach through that. Yeah. You know, there's so many layers to all of it. Yeah. And I like that you're bringing that in because it's not just like tracking, like you also coach. So it's not just about like knowing what you're in. It's like working through all the mind drama that comes up when you notice what season you're in and what you want to do and all the stuff that Mm -hmm. would, you know, get in the way of actually honoring it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, so good. So good. So we talked about a lot, like. There's a lot. Yeah. You sorry, any, like, kind of I, I saw this on your Instagram. I don't know when this was, but I love that you're talking about like getting your eyes in the sunlight, like to, oh, yeah. to reduce cortisol and things like that. So I was wondering if they have any, like more of those like hormone hacks, almost like things that you can do mm-hmm. to, um, benefit your home hormones. Like, I don't know. I'm not the expert, but do you have anything that comes yeah. to mind? Um, yeah. So the one that you saw was, yeah. When you go outside for some sunshine, you know, I think that we always think of vitamin D, you know, you got to get out in the sun and get some vitamin D, you know, when you don't have sunscreen on or whatever. And, and that is really important. And, but yeah, getting sunlight, um, shining now, please understand. I'm not saying go outside and stare at the sun. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, I'm just saying go outside without your sunglasses on for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, go for a walk around the block or whatever without your sunglasses on because that light in your eyes is actually producing melatonin and really, and like I said, reducing cortisol, which is your stress hormone. Yeah. And so, you know, watching a sunset or a sunrise that is going to help you sleep better because it's actually producing melatonin and regulating melatonin. It's, it's producing serotonin, a feel good hormone. Um, and so, yeah, it's just simple things like that, you know, stepping outside in the sunshine, um, is so good for your hormones. Um, oxytocin is your happy hormone. That's been called like your happiness hormone hormone. And this is the hormone that is released when you 
hug somebody. Yeah. You know, you've probably heard that you should hug somebody for seven seconds every day or whatever. And um, it's true because when you are touching another human being or you're petting a dog, that, yeah, that hormone is released. And so when you feel like that, that sense of overwhelm and stress, it's like, how can I get some oxytocin going? This is a big one for me in the winter time. I struggle a little bit with the inversion yes. and, you know, it can get kind of, kind of iffy there. So if yeah. you, <laughs> so if you're somebody like me who kind of has a little bit of that seasonal depression type stuff, it's like, okay, how can I get some oxytocin released here? Oxytocin is also released when you're breastfeeding. It's what yeah. bonds right. you to your child. It's that. so yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so, you know, that's what I mean when I'm like, your hormones really do control everything. And they're such a big part of who you are, but they also can feel very, um, daunting, overwhelming, very scientific, you know, like, mm. and I, I always tell people, you don't need to know everything. You don't need to know everything. Like, let me be the expert and guide you along and teach you. And of course, when you're ready, I'm going to give you more and more, but you know, don't feel like, Oh, I got to know everything right now in order to heal my hormones, um, or be successful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, yeah, the word hormones, I think a lot of people are like science and, (laughs) or they have a negative connotation. Like I think about some of my friends who like, they got, Oh, you're so hormonal. And it's like that negative, like, Oh, I don't want to talk about hormones. Like that has a really big negative connotation. That's not good. Like, especially women, like, Oh, she's just PMSing. Like there's just so much shame, I think. And we didn't even talk about that. We could talk about that probably briefly, but like, there's so much shame around hormones and cycles for a lot of women, especially like maybe it started even in your teenage years. Like, could you speak to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I hear that, Oh, she's so hormonal. It's like, yeah, she is like, that's the way she's supposed to be, you know? And, um, of course, like PMS is a symptom, like depending on it's like PMS is a category and it has all these other, you know, there's the breast tenderness, the Mm -hmm. cravings, um, the weepiness, the agitation has all of these things that fall underneath it. And all of them are something to pay attention to breast tenderness can be too much estrogen in your body. And so you know, it's all important to look at those kind of things, but you are hormonal and that's the way that you're supposed to be. And there's nothing wrong with your hormones. Like there's nothing wrong or bad about hormones. You are not meant to be the same every single day. You're just not, you know, you're meant to have higher energy, just like the feminine and the masculine energy thing. You're meant to have more masculine energy some days, some seasons, and more feminine energy in other times. And it's all part, like we need every season, right? In order yeah. to, like I jumped on Instagram this morning and did a live where I talked about, hey, it's the first day of autumn. And as much as I love summer, I'm embracing autumn because what's the point of trying to resist it? Right. Like I can't, you know, change the seasons or keep the seasons from changing. Yeah. So I can either fight against it, resist it as much as I possibly can, or I can just really just wrap my arms around autumn, 
wrap my arms around winter and love that they do come with their own beauty, their own um, power, superpowers and strengths. And it's all part of the cycle. It's all necessary, right? Yes. Well, I, I love that. Cause like, I love seasons changing and most people do because it's like something new, something different. Yeah. Um, I lived in Las Vegas for a little bit and I remember like visiting family during the fall. And I was like, I love the fall trees because in Vegas yeah. things don't change. And so that's like a really good example of like what that could be doing. You know, what we want, what we think we want with our bodies of like everything being more predictable it is predictable. Like what you and I discussed, like with the different seasons, you can start to predict it. It's just not going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all at the same, you know, right. for every week of the year, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to fluctuate, but you can embrace each season within yourself and love for whatever, whatever it brings you. And, you know, yeah. um, like yeah. What talked about. yeah. And I, I think too, Amber, something that is worth mentioning is, I tell my clients and I think about it myself um, this way that I want you to think that every 28 days or whatever length your cycle is, you get a fresh start. This is like the first day of school for you. This is like the first January 1st, you know, this is like Sunday night or whatever. Every 28 days, you get a fresh start. And during that time where I am listening during my inner winter, I'm listening, I'm receiving, I'm getting these divine downloads. That's where I kind of get the inspiration of what I want my intention to be for the month. You know, I have a series of questions that I journaling questions that I will answer when I'm on my period that help me understand where I need to spend more time, like an energy on what areas of my life need more energy, more attention, And then I make an intention and I make goals for my cycle around those downloads that I get and those thoughts and inspiration that comes to me. I love that. Yeah. So we're going to kind of start wrapping up. If, if you could share, you know, these people are like, okay, I got a ton of information. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Would you say, just start tracking their cycle, start being more in tune with like what their body's asking for during the time. Is there anything else you would say? that they should just start implementing immediately? Yeah. So the first thing would definitely be to start tracking Mm -hmm. because that is going to be like, I want you to think of your cycle as delivering you really a report card um, every month. And instead of ignoring the symptoms that are showing up, get curious about them. Get curious. Yeah. I love that curiosity is an emotional. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it was so much judgment. Like, oh, why can't I just be healthier? Why can't I just like never have cramps again? And, you know, instead of just like getting curious, like what's happening, what do I need to do? And once I got curious about my symptoms, that's when I was like able to find answers. That's when I was like, I need to switch my nutrition around and, you know, so definitely the cycle tracking is the very first step in menstrual cycle awareness. And, um, and then you know, just start tracking your period and then gradually add on some more things, start tracking your mood, start tracking your energy. Don't get overwhelmed with it. Just do what you can. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, and then you can start seeing patterns, pattern. start noticing patterns and then start planning things with those patterns in mind. I love that. 
I still do it old school, Amber. I print out a calendar every month. I love it. (laughs) Like you said, it doesn't really matter what you do. It has to work, right? You could have the most beautiful digital calendar in the world, but if you don't use it, it doesn't matter. So definitely. it, It just doesn't work for me. I don't know. Like it just doesn't work for my brain. And so I like to print it out, have it in front of me on my desk and I can see, you know, just at a glance. And then I keep previous months in a binder so that I can, you know, it's easy for me to look at patterns. That doesn't mean that it's the right way. It just, it's what works for me. But once you have, you know, three months or so of tracking, you're going to have a pretty good idea depending on what you're tracking, but you're going to have a pretty good idea of what to schedule when, and when you do that, you're going to create so much more ease in your life. So much I love more. It. I love it because you know, I'm all about masculine feminine energy. This is like your body's way of doing it for you almost like, yep. Oh, don't worry. We got you covered. You just need to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And we'll yeah. show you when it's time to be in your masculine. We'll show you when it's time to be in your feminine. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want women to think, Oh geez, this is one more thing I got to do. And yeah. one more thing that I'm not going to do. And one more thing that I'm going to beat myself up for not doing. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And so that's a big thing. It's like, that's why I'm like, start off small, start off just tracking your cycle yeah, and, you know, then grow from there and yeah. just decide that that's enough. I love that. That I talk about like the folding in effect in business, like, okay, like you don't need a blog and a podcast and Instagram and Facebook and ads and, you know, all these things, like, let's just start with showing up on Instagram every day, then like, maybe you start an email list, you know? And like, after you do that for a few months, then you can start a podcast or whatever, you know, whatever your personal thing is like the same thing with cycle tagging. Like, don't try to do everything that you find on the internet or from this podcast or from following Ashley today. Like just because I think that's like our go, go, go mentality. Like it's all or nothing. And I think what Mm -hmm. you said really beautifully is like, it's not all or nothing. Like start with Mm -hmm. something, start just to build that awareness and then integrate it into what you're already doing. Like all, all, most people have some sort of planning. Just add right. a layer of like, what's going on with my body? What's going on with yeah. my schedule? Exactly. I mean, I print out the calendar and I write how I feel energy, like high energy, low energy, um, and how I felt with my mood. And so it's very simple. Sometimes I will track, you know, how I felt after I ate something. Cause your body does react to different foods at different times in oh your cycle gosh. differently. You didn't even talk yeah. about this. I feel like I need to come, I know. You come back on and talk about food and sleep and all the other I things. I know. I know. Yeah. No, because I think I, mean, I will. We'll have to have a part two. Um, yes. Yeah. Probably a whole opening a whole nother can of worms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> okay, you guys so, just start shopping, cycle tracking. Just start yeah, doing exactly. We'll come back exactly. with another episode. <laughs> yes. Um, anything else for the listeners, Ashley, that you just want to give them, you know, advice or words of encouragement? Um, anything about this? Yeah, I, I think that I would just leave you with um the knowing that you can think about your body your cycle, your purpose, however you want. And you can really, you can decide that you want to start looking at things in a different way. If things feel hard right now, if things feel 
overwhelming and you're feeling a lot of pressure, you're probably working against the natural flow of your hormones. I love that. So simple. So just come back to, I'm like, this is the basics. This is how you were created, sis. Like, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And so let's try something different. You've been trying this way for however many years. Why not try something different? Oh, yeah. That's so powerful Um, for everything in life. If you feel stuck, maybe it's time to try something different. If it's not working, be open. Like you said, the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to go back to how you've been doing things. Right. Right. I love that. Well, Ashley, tell us where we can find you. I mean, this was amazing. And I know you go into way more detail on your own platform. So tell us how to find you and where they can get more information from you. Sure. Yeah. So I am always on Instagram, except for that one week (laughs) Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I am on Instagram. Like, I guess, you know, if I'm not showing up there, you know, where I am in my cycle. Right. Yes. But, um, so I, I do show up on Instagram quite a bit. I am at Ashley Sorensen coaching and it's A S H L E E and yes. then Sorensen with an E N. And, um, so I'm there on Instagram, got lots of resources there. Uh, that you can, and I try to give basics and also a little bit more. So just to kind of meet right. everybody where they are. So um, it's not advanced stuff by any means. I also have a podcast called a bit better every day and um, talk about hormones and, and really how to use your cycle to and your hormones to your advantage. I love it. And are you taking clients right now? I am. Yep. Okay. I I only take a handful of clients at a time really. Um, but I, I am taking some new clients right now and I offer a free call where you can come and we can chat about your particular situation. Before our call, we were talking about boxer and stuff. And I think that'd be so helpful for people like, you know, (laughs) you might be in a different (laughs) phase of your cycle, depending on week to week, you know, you can check in during boxer. So I love that you offer that. So you guys, if this is appealing to you, got to go check out Ashley. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Ashley, thank you so much. This was so fun. I think we're just going to have to have a part two with all the other things that we I think so. End of this podcast. I think so. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so Amber. much. Okay. Bye. Hey, I hope you loved today's episode. If you're ready to grow your coaching business with high level, higher ticket clients, I'd love to invite you to join my business program, Pro Coach. It's my lifetime membership program to help you craft, market, and sell your coaching packages to aligned, high-level clients. Find out more at itsambersmith.com forward slash program. I'll talk to you soon.